The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. You're tuning in to Flawed and Fabulous. I'm Ash and I like to think that we are all flawed, but we are also fucking fabulous. Welcome to episode 11. Today is um, a very tough day. Um, It is the three-year anniversary of Horn's passing, and I do have producer Courts with me today. Hi, everyone. Hello. I am here. (laughs) And um, today we're going to put a different spin on things. We are going to – well, I'm going to – revisit um, my journal entries from my Instagram page with Love Ash um, for the year of first. So everything that I kind of went through the first year that Horn passed away. But it wouldn't be any old episode without our angel cards. So Courtney has already shuffled. I have to say I'm actually really excited for the angel cards today. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like it's pressure. This is a good test. I feel like it's a pressure day. (laughs) And why, I might add while you're just doing that, that today's actually two days prior to the anniversary of Holland Passing, but it is my 10-year wedding anniversary. So it's like a multi-force day. May yes, the force be with you. comes out on the actual day, yes, right? Yeah. Okay. So my card is Law of Attraction. Mm-mm. Each thought is an investment that pays immediate dividends. So invest wisely. You have the power to choose your thoughts and align them with peace love and harmony at your request you will gladly attune your energies to higher frequencies Mm -hmm. the angels gave you this card as a reminder that the law of attraction can help you improve the situation you're inquiring about complaints and worry only attract more of the same so elevate your thoughts with the help of the angels to attract what you desire Several times a day, imagine the situation was presently healed and perfectly manifested. Feel gratitude that is already so in spirit, which is the first part of attracting the material aspects of the situation. Additional meanings for this card. Think about your desires. Avoid worrying or complaining. Rise up to the level of the type of person you wish to attract. As your spiritual energy increases, you'll find yourself less attracted to lower energies in relationships and situations. This is normal and the angels can help you deal with these endings and beginnings. That's funny because this morning I put up on my Instagram, like the first thing I did was positivity is a choice. Oh my literally God. what I put on Instagram today. Oh, well, we know how I feel there about the angels. <laughs> All right, I have to give my cards a, a knock and give them a quick shuffle. Ooh. <laughs> oh, God, I'm scared. <laughs> okay, um, I got the ocean. <laughs> oh, my God. What? <laughs> Okay. Um, The deep blue sea speaks to your soul, healing and soothing you. Even the act of imagining yourself dipping into its healing womb brings about desirable effects. Better yet, spend time physically near the ocean. Allow its power and beauty to wash away all the cares and concerns. This card comes to you because of your connection with the ocean. It's a sign that you need to spend more time near the sea, perhaps during a vacation or as a home base. The angels will help you with this endeavour if you ask and allow them to. The ocean, air and water inspires and heals you. Additional means this card. Take sea salt baths to detoxify. Drink more water. Connect with dolphins and sea dwellers. You have an ocean-related past life. Learn a water sport such as diving, sailing or snorkeling. (laughs) 
That's a weird one. That is a weird one. There's two um, two things. One, I obviously got up super early this morning and went to the ocean and watched the sunrise when it was still completely pitch black dark. And your Insta story was like six slides of mm-hmm. the ocean. It was like overkill this morning. And there was so much I, ocean. Unusually went back to the ocean for a swim at lunchtime today, <gasps> which I haven't done. And then the third thing is that one of um, Horn's funeral songs is called The Ocean by Mike Perry. What? <laughs> I didn't even know that last part. Yeah, so I was like, go. So, um, the you know, the You Can Be My Guiding Light, and I yeah. always refer back to Horn um, as my guiding light. And what I'll, one of the things I'll talk about in here is when I actually went to Fiji, um, which was my first family holiday after Horn had passed away, um, there's actually a whole, like, like I've written out the, like, the whole song on the page. Oh, my God. With, like, God. the light shining on the ocean. So, Yeah. Angel cards wow. at work again. Your Insta story this morning was very calming, though. I have to say, like yeah, you put the song over the top of the Insta was story. It was like, like listening. It's on been the water. a long time since so I've nice. seen a sunrise like that because it's like that season change. It's almost immediate. That like the it's later, and so it's not so hot. And I'm not getting there when it's already like way above my head, and I'm trying to like capture it. I'm like, I've missed it. I've missed it. I was ten minutes late. So, I'm starting to feel like you're like a magician with these cards, and you're like <laughs> s- stacking the deck. <laughs> Setting me up yeah, to let me believe I'm, the cards. I can't remember any magician's name right now, but I'm like, I'm, <laughs> David conning, Copperfield. Yeah, I'm conning you guys. But wow. Yeah, so that's, um, I have had that card before, um, but that doesn't surprise me because it yeah. is, does pr- pretty much relate to me. So, um, yeah, do you have anything else to add before we get started in the, no, the I revisit? Think so, so um, first of all, I have a little uh, message to Horn, which is to my darling Boo. Three years ago today, on Sunday the 5th of March 2017, you gained your angel wings. On this day, my life and our world changed forever. We lost the most special man, a true legend, a person that everyone loved and wanted to be close to. Although I no longer get to see or touch you, I feel your presence with me every day. You're always by my side. You were the biggest blessing to ever enter my world and I'm so grateful to have had the time even if it wasn't long enough. Loving you always and forever. See you again. Your wife, your bunny, your best friend. Today I choose to share parts of my journey by revisiting the year of first and some of my hardest moments since the passing of my husband. 10th of March, 2017. Ride free, my beautiful angel. Today was so fucking epic. However, the party didn't feel the same without you. Your boys totally bagged it up on the Harleys. It was amazing. The sea of blue HRG shirts looked like a powerful force not to be reckoned with. With close to a thousand people showing up, it was comforting to know everyone else thought you were a bloody legend too. So that one is on the day of his funeral, yeah, is that right? Yeah, that's the day of the funeral. Um, following that is um, actually the next day from the funeral, but one week from passing. Um, this is a final, the, these um, like met, like notes and journal entries had photos accompanying them. So if anything. They were all of him. Yeah, they're all of him or different things relating to him. So if anything sounds a little bit un, um, like you're not understanding, you can ask me for like context of what the photo might have been if it, because it makes sense to me because I've seen it before, but it might yeah. not make sense to those that are listening. So um, this is the final resting place for my boo. It sure felt real visiting you today. So that was um, like Horn's like gravesite. So that was the first time like I went there after he had like fully been buried and it was um, 
took some roses and a forex can and it was just like me and him basically for the first time. And that's a tradition that you have now every year? Yes. Yeah. Uh, March 23rd, my everything, our first family holiday of three, which is what I was just talking about, was our first, um, we, before Horn had passed away, we had a family trip booked to Fiji already planned um, and I decided to take my mum on that trip with me and go to Fiji um, and we had another couple coming to meet with us. Um, but, yeah, that can, needless to say, that wasn't the best holiday I've ever been on in my life. Very depressing when I was paddling my kayak along the well, water's edge. still active. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is not my idea of a vacay. How many cocktails did you have, Ash? I actually... Like had my signature pina colada, like every my brekkie smoothie, as I like to call it. I had at least two of those a day and then I transitioned into like beer and wine. So At least it wasn't tequila shots. No, it wasn't tequila shots. I would have been that loose person on the family island and been like, what's wrong with this girl? So, <laughs> okay. Um, one month. The smile, the energy and the laugh. What I'd give for more time with you, boo, even if it was just a day. We used to bicker about how much I was on my phone. I was always taking photos, videos of everything we did and ate. It drove him insane. Most of the time, it drove, it drove him insane most of the time, but I am so glad I didn't listen to you because now I have so many precious memories from our past to take into the future. Like this one, where I just asked you to smile, but instead you did a pretend pose where you saw something fun over there. 21st of April, 2017. This morning I put an offer on an apartment for the next chapter. I had anxiously been waiting a reply all morning as I left work thinking I wasn't going to hear anything today. I jumped into my car praying for some good luck and that would come my way. So, as I usually do if I needed some luck or guidance, I put on my horn dog playlist and after a few songs, the Veronica's On Your Side came on. And I logged into Facebook and this photo was waiting for me in my memories. The photo that you've posted is the one that's waiting. Yeah. yeah. So um, the uh, – no, sorry, not the one today. It's a, a photo of Horn and I maybe from like 10 uh, – no, longer now, 12 years ago and I have braces on. I saw that. I you, just looked at that before. Yeah, we are so young and um, we I think we had been like the races or something. So it was just like a, a revisit to that memory. Um I clicked share, but before I had a chance to post it, I was interrupted by a phone call. It was the agent calling to tell me they had accepted my offer. I burst into tears of happiness. Some really weird things have happened over the past seven weeks, but this takes the cake. You will forever be my guiding light and always on my side looking after us. And I am sure you are doing a little jig and let out a big hell yeah that I'm now a Park Ave princess with our two mini mini men. You always were our lucky charm. Thank you, boo. So do you mind sharing some of the other songs that are on your horn playlist? Yeah. So the, I have two separate playlists. One is our wedding songs and one is um, horn's funeral what songs. What was your wedding song? So our, we had a few. So we had um, the, the wedding dance song was um, Now I've Gone Blank. <laughs> It was the Today song. Home? Feels home. like home? It feels like home. I'm like, why do I want to say something else? So, um, yeah, it feels like home, which is, um, yeah, so beautifully sung, that song. Like, it just, like, it's almost, like, haunting, if that's not probably the right word to use, but her voice is just so amazing and it just has so many, um, like, it just yeah, makes me feel really comfortable. We practice our wedding dance, I think, like, every Friday night 
drunk for like months that we were drunk when we were rehearsing it so when we got to the wedding we didn't remember what we actually had to do so we just hugged it out on the dance floor for that but um and then another song is um a redone by seal which is stand by me um and then um the and another crowded house song which is i'm terrible with their names that's so bad but anyway and then on his um funeral playlist the see you again the wiz khalifa and then there um there is the ocean mike perry or drive incubus oh yeah I love that um song. and the veronica's by your side um, when Horn was actually leaving the um, the church, uh, the the next episode, Dr. Dre, that was his <laughs> song, which was pretty awesome. And then um, the Pink Floyd "Wish You Were Here" was at the cemetery when he was being buried. Okay. Um, okay, three months. These little delights of mine, I'm going to watch them shine. They will forever be drenched in your guiding light. We love, adore, and miss you so much. Four months. I couldn't sleep last night. I tossed and turned thinking about the past four months. How did this happen? Why did this happen? You deserved better. We deserved better. Why do we deserve better? Am I okay? Are we okay? Am I doing okay? Will we be okay? I'm a 31-year-old widow. A widow. Yes, that's a word that should only ever be applied to little old ladies who have had a lifetime of happy, love-filled memories. I'm a 31-year-old widow with two boys under five. How did I get here? What the actual fuck is my life? In one weekend, I went from celebrating 10 amazing years, head in the clouds to plummeting at full force back down to earth to plan a funeral. As I'm watching the sunrise on the morning of number four, all I can think about is I miss you. We miss you. You were deeply missed every minute of every day and we will always cherish the time we had with you. You made this world a brighter place and that is why you are now our light. You continue to light up our lives in the sun, the stars and in the moon. You were amazing. Everyone that knew you loved you and I'm so proud that you will always and forever be mine, boo. So that one's a lot different to the other posts mm-hmm. that you've put through. That's probably the first one where it's a little bit like we get an insight to that you're doing, you know, yeah. having a hard time. And I think what that's, happened to cause that post? Yeah, like, I think things started to slow down and that's, you know, I think that in a lot of, um, you know, grief situations, they always say that, you know, people are there for like the first week, the first month. Yeah, they're cooking and then food and they're sending you messages. Food. And, and by four months, like it's definitely dwindled out. Not that I had people doing any of that for me, um, but the kind of hot rock had set it a little bit and then, you know, the boys were back into their routine and um, I was getting ready to live with my friends and everything and packing up our house and everything just started to feel like the shift was really like setting in. A bit more quiet. In yeah. That and I'd spent a lot more time alone. Um, and that's fine. I like being alone. Um, not all the time, but, um, yeah, I think it was just, I started to get a little bit like in the next phase, you know, when you were talking about reaching for the next best emotion, I think I was starting to get angry. Okay. Like the shock had worn off and I don't think I was even like fully sad yet I think I moved from like shock to angry yep uh 9th of June 2017 saying goodbye to our future dream home officially saying goodbye to this view today a dream to build in the golden triangle in Broadbridge waters basement lift rooftop with a garden taking the boat out for a spin after work long lazy weekends by the pool and cozy nights sipping cocktails in the adults room 
Although it was only at paper stage, it was going to be pretty darn special. Hope you don't mind I didn't continue this without you because I would never have been able to do it without you. Boo. But tell me about that. Um, so we um, were, had already um, decided to leave our family home that we'd been at for 10 years and we had bought a um, waterfront property in Broadbeach Waters on the Gold Coast and uh, we had um, just like finalised our plans and we were going through the stages of, you know, getting ready to like knock down the house that was on there. We had a tenant in there at the time um, and like build this pretty much mega mansion to not be a wanker and say that but it was our like dream home that we had like worked really hard for been selling all of our toys again and really wanted to go there and build that forever place I wasn't too crash hot on the location Horn really wanted to live in Broad Beach Waters I didn't really care um I did want to be near water but um yeah he really like for him I think just you know growing up that um you know he didn't have as you know many luxury possessions he didn't go with out but he didn't have luxury possessions that that really meant that he'd made it like that was like his like goal you know to be like look at this big house and I worked really hard for it and you know my family lives here so he was very proud with things like that. Was there sort of a moment where you had to decide like maybe I keep going and build this house or? Yeah I did I went down the avenue of um, inquiring if I could split the block and possibly build two townhouses on it and I live in one and sell the other one and one pays for the other and then I wouldn't be so like freaked out with all these finances. But the block of land, well, it was a house, um, was very expensive and the build was also very expensive and I didn't really know my future at that point. Um, The real estate agent had um, been involved in our lives for a little while and he like came to me and said, I found someone that will basically, you know, a little bit more than what you paid for it because um, I was chipping in eight, um, additional money each week for tenants to be there because it didn't cover the mortgage okay, repayments. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of just freaked myself out a little bit and I was like, I don't need this pressure right now. I didn't really want to live there anyway. I wanted the house. I didn't really care about the location. Yep. So, yeah, I just decided to, like, pull the pin on that and, you know, something else would be around the corner. 19th of June 2017, saying goodbye to our family home. Dear Splicey, Thank you for being more than a house, but our beloved home. You are a special place and will forever hold a chunk of my heart. For the past 10 years, we have experienced everything life has to offer within your walls. Some extremely happy and hilarious times and some unmanageable, heartbreaking times. We made the choice as a family to sell just over four months ago to move on to bigger and better things. Even though my plans have changed, saying goodbye now feels right and my heart feels full and at peace. I had imagined this photo when we first sold, the four of us sitting on our front steps, our goodbye steps, where we have waved off so many of our family and friends over the years. While the main man is missing from this picture, we did get a little ray of sunlight shining and I knew that you were there with us. The renovations, the parties, the hangovers, the arguments, the lovemaking, bringing both our boys home for the first time and watching them grow, the traditions, the endless laughter and also the devastating last day where our lives would never be the same. Everything has happened here. Sundays were always spent at home. We loved our home. The time we got to spend there in the mornings, we would have a lot. We would have a hot brekkie and Horn would do the gardens and the boys would follow him around. I would do the meal prep for the week and by the afternoon we would have a barbecue in the summer and a roast in the winter. And that very last Sunday we did what we usually did. So many people have asked me how I could have stayed in the house after everything that had happened. My response was how could I not? 
How can one fucking horrific day erase years and years of happiness? We always we were always so proud of the life we created and it all started and finished at Six Splice Street. Always cherished and never forgotten. Thank you for the memories. So I'm just trying to assess this timeline here. Had you already sold the house before he'd passed away? Yes. So I had already sold the house before Horn passed away. Um, funnily enough, like uh, four days <laughs> before he passed away, we sold the house. Um, and the new owner came over and met all of us. And um, her husband had passed away from cancer, uh, I think about three years prior. And um, they met Horn, their kids were playing with our kids and um, the Friday um, before the weekend was our wedding anniversary and we went to work in the morning and there was a document there from the um, real estate agent to sign and Horn was like, oh, we'll do it on Monday. Come on, let's go, you know, celebrate our anniversary. And because Horn didn't have a will, which is another podcast episode, um, it delayed the sale. It was actually supposed to be 30 days, um, but as you can see, it was um, a lot longer than that because we had to go through all the channels to make so it happen. So was that good or bad? Because I know that moving is like one of the most stressful things someone could do. If you'd had to do that a few days after Horn had passed away, would that have been a nightmare or was it worse having something lingering? Um, I think it gave me the right amount of time. You know, yeah, I don't think lucky. there's a perfect answer for that. Um, you know, I could have stayed there for another year and maybe that would have been, you know, triggering for the boys because I'm still not sure what they recall. Um, but for me, we made the decision together and um, it was our time to to move on from there. So um, the lady that purchased house told me that the kids actually planted a tree there for horns. So, nice. yeah, I'm not sure if they did actually do that which that was the that was the in, intention so, yeah, so thought that counts and that's what she told me but you know so you know it's one of those things that I probably it was coming obviously out of summer too so there was not going to be any need to use the pool and I feel like I would have you know been avoiding it and then summer could have came and it could have been like a nightmare so I think it played out the way it was supposed to in that degree I didn't have to make the decision it was kind of already made for me so I think that was good six months 26 weeks our first Father's Day. Half a year without you by my side. I've battled with myself all day about what I could say that would ever possibly pay homage to the amazing father you were. And I still have no words that I can say without tears. This solo parenting gig sure is tough some days, but I know I'm not alone, which makes the pain bearable. I'm blessed with family and special friends that spoil our boys with love and endless affection. Their love will never compare to yours, but I'm sure. But I sure am grateful to have it. Today was one of the hardest days. I've had to, to pop on my big girl pants and smile through my heartache and give our boys a fun family day that they deserved. We had a very fun day hanging out with Granddad, and we knocked a few off the bucket list, like riding in a monster truck. We love you, Horn Doggy, and we miss you more than any words could ever describe forever our hero, our light, and our daddy. Happy Father's Day to all the amazing dads, and thank you to everyone who messaged or called. It will never be forgotten. So what would you say for like things like Christmas, Easter, Father's Day, Mother's Day? What is the hardest holiday? The hardest holiday would probably be Father's Day because I see it in the kids. It's a day that's really about them. There's obviously, um, and further on I have something to say about special days and occasions, but um, Father's Day is definitely a tough one. 
like because that's the day well it's not even the day for them at school they do like weeks and weeks of preparation for Father's Day you know it's in religion it's this they learn songs they make crafts and all that sort of stuff so I had no memory of making songs yeah (laughs) and like you know it's pretty intense and I didn't really um really grasp that until last Father's Day when I took Carter. He's like a little bit more, you know, reactive than Ryder. And, um, yeah, that was a super tough day. I was just like, oh, my God, I'm in way over my head here. Like this is I'm wearing like a handmade paper tie and uh-huh. <laughs> like just little things like that. And I'm like, oh, lucky his teachers was like amazing and she was equally as uncomfortable as me. I'm like, we're going to go for a walk in the adventure playground. We'll be back when the songs are done. I'm not <laughs> making it through the songs. I'll be like Ray Charles sitting in the classroom <laughs> with my sunglasses on. So it's like, yeah, not for us. Thanks. But um, yeah, Father's Day is definitely tough. And um, you know, on a selfish note, um, some days that relate to me, um, like Mother's Day is hard because they're not old enough to do anything for Mother's Day. So, you yeah. know, you're getting the breaking in bed or, like, the presents and things like that. Like, like it's, Horn um, would have organised that. Yeah, and, like, Horn was very extravagant in the, the gifting or, like, flowers or anything like that. So um, for someone that, you know, was so focused on work all the time, he never missed a beat when it came to, like, those sort of occasions. So, and it was always, like, bigger is better, where I'm not really, like, a bigger is better person, but, like, I appreciated that he was just, like, oh, if I just get her the most expensive bunch of flowers here, that, like, makes up for everything. <laughs> and then the lady would arrive up the stairs at work and it would literally be, like, she'd be carrying, like, a ginormous palm tree. <laughs> like, it would be so, and everyone would be, like, what did Horn do? I'm, like, no, no, he's all right this time. It's an anniversary. Because, <laughs> like, like, I got the same flowers when he was in trouble too. <laughs> So, um, okay, where were we? We're up to seven months. You have been riding, uh, seven months you've been riding free, boo. A couple of weeks ago, some of our best moto friends gathered together for the inaugural 110C Hornsby Cup. The weather was bang on and at one precise moment, a huge whirly wind came through and lifted the roof off the tent. I knew that was you. A huge, um, a huge thank you to our besties for hosting the most epic day at their home. Memories that last a lifetime and days like this will forever stay with us. You, my husband, and my best friend, and a very well-loved man, the honour will always be ours. So that was a motorbike day. Our friends at the time lived at this amazing house in Austinville and they had a dirt bike track in their house. So um, there was probably about like 50 people there and like all the kids could ride, adults could ride, and yeah, we just had like a kind of like horn horn dog day. So yeah, it was fun. Eight months. Horn doggy, my boo. It's our special day Sunday. I've had a month that's been so bittersweet I struggle to explain it. I've had days where I have been bursting with love and happiness and then within moments have felt complete sadness and emptiness. I've faced some of my biggest fears while keeping a smile on my face and making sure I savour the moment because I know you would have wanted me to. I've just returned from Mexico and this is one of and this was one of my favorite photos of you us in Mexico 6 years ago doing what we did best getting blind laughing and being together. When I was in Mexico I kept thinking how much you would have loved it. It's the first time in 8 months I've had quiet time and it was tough at times. You would have been lobster red and loving how brown you were. Um, how brown you will be going. A beer in hand 24-7, trying all the local dishes. Now you can eat spicy food, not something you could do back then, hence the three margies. The life of the party, next level sweating, wearing that hat in the pool saying this is living. I could tell more stories of moments where I really struggled while I was away, but I'll keep those details private. 
Just like on that Sunday, 35 Sundays ago, I never wanted to leave you and I know you will never leave me now. While there were no sunrises, every sunset was magnificent and I feel your warmth giving me a big off-the-floor squeeze hug like you did every day and I took a moment to embrace that hug, blow you a kiss and return to the party. No matter how much time goes on, every breath I take, every move I make, I'll be missing you, boo. Nine months. I had completely forgotten about this photo and found it by chance on Sunday mid-conversation and have been staring at it non-stop ever since. This is 100% you, strong, energetic, brave, spontaneous, our superhero. It even shows you live life on the edge, literally, and loved it. Entering our first December with, without you, a month full of traditions we have created over the past decade, I find myself laughing and crying a lot. I remember so many amazing times and I am a little fearful about how much some days are going to hurt and the starting of new unwanted traditions. I miss you, Boo, and as the time ticks on, my life really starts to slow down. Reality is sinking in more and more. Why did you have to go? Why did you have to leave? Why couldn't you have stayed even just for a moment longer? Horn used to fly jump up and down the stairs at HRG in one to two steps. It's almost impossible to do. We don't know how he did it all the time without injury. This photo looks like you were jumping around the clouds, which I'm sure you are. Keep flying high, my darling, and send your sidekick some of your superpowers this festive season. I love you, Horn Doggy, and miss you every second. P.S. You would be frothing about how ripped you look in this photo. You can thank me later for posting it. Um, oh, I think I put that in the wrong order. Sorry, going to read something that goes back a month. Um, 3rd of October 2017. So this is actually my birthday. 32. On the eve of my 32nd birthday, I'm sitting on my balcony, taking in the chilly, salty air and watching the rain glisten in the golden glow from the streetlights. Music is on, kids are in bed, red wine is poured, and now I'm just left with my thoughts and tears. Am I happy? Am I sad? Or am I a modern day Pollyanna? This time last year, I was just finishing a two-week Euro trip with my bestie. We spent my birthday at the W Barcelona, having a boozy lunch and riding scooters along the pier in the beautiful sunshine, totally loving life. I was blissfully unaware that I would never get to spend another birthday with you or as a family we knew. We were the party couple. Every year we had a party of some sort to, sto to toast a special memory in our lives. I think pretty much every single person close to us has a memory of Splicey or HRG. Oddly enough, we both transformed the shed for our 30th birthdays into two memorable nights. There are so many memories, so many good times to cherish. Everyone knew that some sort of theme would be popping up and some over-the-top wankerish surprise would happen. You never said no to my wild requests. You knew how much a perfect party meant to me and you just rolled with it to see the smile on my face. Now my favourite memory will always be and what you were notorious for but didn't care. They would, you would get so drunk and stick to me like superglue. It would drive me insane and I would duck and hide from you most of the night. You only had eyes for me and were so proud to call me your wife. I took your love for granted and I'm sorry. You build a life with your partner. You share the most intimate, vul vulnerable moments with them. You were my vault and I was your rock. You saw the good and bad sides of me and still loved me with your whole being. We did not share the same DNA. We were not forced to be together. We chose to love each other and create our own DNA in our sons. Moving forward is not moving on. You never get over losing someone you truly love. Time and people can heal you, but when you are alone and the night is still, the most powerful mind can wander. You never forget, but over time you just learn to accept and play the cards you have been dealt. 
In the midst of all this, my beautiful mummy was diagnosed with terminal cancer and by a fluke chance... Pre- by a fluke, a chance prof- oh, sorry, ch- by fluke chance, a professor saved her. We believed it's in it is because we had our angels watching over us and we had suffered enough. We have both struggled with the fact that we have not been able to give each other a hundred percent in our time of need, but our desire to survive kicked in and we are both on our way to recovery and happier days. I've discussed with people close to me that I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I believe in our own personal growth and what is set out as a challenge and what we set out as a challenge goal for ourselves in our own lives. 2017 wasn't shit. My 31st year on earth wasn't shit. It was. It had fucking shit, shit moments, but I survived the hardest, most challenging year to date, and I also have some amazing cherished memories too. I used to watch a Disney movie on repeat when I was a kid called Pollyanna, a little orphan girl that created the glad game, who even through the hardest of times, she found something to be glad about. This philosophy has resonated with me my entire life. I could have taken one of two paths this year and I'm proud of the way I've handled this tragedy. My husband was a truly incredible man and the celebration of his life where over a thousand people gathered to pay respect will be the last event we will ever host together. And so in honour of him, there is no big party or event this year. I know you would have wanted me to be happy and in all honesty, I would have been faking it for the sake of everyone else's peace of mind. So this year, I'm sitting this one out Tears are for tonight and smiles are for tomorrow. Happy birthday to me and may all my birthday wishes come true. Feel free to share this post with a friend that needs some sunshine in their life that even on their darkest days. P.S. If there's any grammar issues, I'm half a bottle deep, so cut me some slack. There's hardly any grammar issues. Very (laughs) impressive. (laughs) Thanks. So tell me about, you know, what it's like on your birthdays. Um, Yeah, because I kind of just touched on that already um yeah I find is that what it's like every birthday yeah it doesn't go away like and I could sit here and say that it does and you get it gets easier and um yeah it doesn't like you get you know you still feel like someone's missing especially if they've been there for such a big time even though it's not his birthday it's my birthday but it's all the birthday memories that you have or you know the going out for dinners with the groups and you know that's one thing like especially with Eden too like he has that you know, 10 decade, sorry, 10 years, a decade worth of memories, you know, with his wife. Um, and that's why, you know, even though we're creating new memories, it still feels like there's something missing and there is like people that we shared a big part of our life with. Yeah. yeah. Um, 10. I've been dreading double digits. It means in two months, one year has passed and it seems almost unbelievable. During this last month, we have experienced some especially tough moments like the HRG Christmas party, ending the working year, starting the holidays, Christmas and New Year's. I don't have the words to explain how I feel anymore. I feel a little lost and I feel confused. In my memories today, there was this quote and it seemed rather fitting to describe the way this inspiring man lived his life. The greatness of a man is not how much wealth he acquires, but in his ability to affect those around him positively. Bob Marley. 16th of January 2018. Watch the sunrise with you on your special day. Forever young, wild and free. Forever 33. Happy birthday, boo. 11. This photo is from this time last year. Life was better than great. We had the most exciting year to look forward to. Our business was finally in a place where we could step back and recap the fruits of our labour. Trips to Melbourne, Fiji, Thailand and Mexico. Finalising our plans to build our insanely lush dream home and knowing you may be even breaking ground. 
preparing our fir- for our firstborn to go to big school, I remember filling out the enrolment forms and asking you what you would bring to the school community. Your face was so puzzled. You eventually said, I could probably coach motorsports. Yeah, yeah, write that down. Ha <laughs> ha. Memories like this weekend will always make me grateful for our time we had together. You can see by the smiles on our faces we were happy. We were in love and our future seemed bright. We are lucky to have had each other and lived the good life even if our time together was unfairly cut short. Some people will never feel what we had in our in their lifelong in their long lifetimes and for that reason I can find peace. February 14th, 2018. Flashback to Valentine's Day 2015. Horn was so stoked with himself that the florist called him a crazy romantic for riding his Harley in his work attire with thongs on holding roses. They always, they would always remember him when he went in for special occasions or doghouse occasions. Pretty sure he would go in there just for a self-esteem boost. <laughs> Are you even legally allowed to ride a motorcycle with thongs on? He wasn't really a law-abiding citizen. <laughs> but I do have a video that's pretty cool and he's like riding down the street and it's like his version of Pretty Woman, you know, how he has the roses out the limo oh, at the yes. end. He's like riding down the street when he sees Harley and he's got his work like high-vis singlet on and his thongs and like a big bunch of like long stem roses, just not even like holding on to them, just like cruising down the street. So, so he's big on the grand gesture yes. and gathering. Yeah, he was. So... 3rd of March, 2018. To my husband, this post will forever be my most treasured Facebook memory. I know the effort it would have taken you to figure out how, to figure this out on your own, write it and have it waiting for me when I woke up. You would have been so proud of yourself, only for me not to see it until after lunch because you didn't tag me in it. I would never have looked on Facebook to see anything from you. It took 10 years. The wait was worth it. These words will forever be etched in my heart. Thank you for a decade of love and teaching me how life should be lived. Loving you always and forever, your wife. So what was that post? That's the post from today. Okay. Yeah, so Horn literally had no idea how to use Facebook. Okay. Could barely send an email. And his grammar is also not great. <laughs> but these way worse than mine. Um, so, yeah, my friends ended up texting me and being like, how cute's Horn? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like I was thinking he had, because he hadn't sent me a text message. So I was like, bastard, he's just like gotten up, like hasn't communicated with me. And then um, I think I dropped the kids um, to kindy in the morning and I got them like burgers from Macca's Healthy Eating on the way to kindy and, um, you know, sent him a photo and he's like, oh, I wish I was eating burgers with you guys. But he hadn't like said anything about like the anniversary and I was like, it's my grand gesture. Yeah, I know. So, but then I saw that and um, I was like, oh, and then we were going out to um, Taverna in Kingscliff for dinner that night. Uh, 12, 52 Sundays, 5th of March, 2018. Today is a day that will always feel like a bad dream, a reality that no one wants to become real, a day that changed our lives forever, the day the most genuine and giving gentleman left us. The smile and laugh that lit up any environment, the person that everyone wanted to be around and couldn't get enough of. I'm filled with pride that this is my husband, my boo, the father of my sons and the light that will guide us and shine on us brightly forever. Rest in peace, horn doggy. So what do you usually do? Give us the rundown on the fifth. Um, So 
now that the boys have – it's hard. It's kind of evolving over time because the boys have been so young and I usually would kind of go on my own first to have my, like, cries. If it was a school day or whatever, then I would do the day as normal. We'd maybe go there and, um, you know, take some beers um, and sit there. Now they've, um, like, gotten a little bit older. They, like, interact with the beer. They might pour it out on the grass, have a little swig, if I might say that. And, um, yeah, we play the um, – some funeral songs and they know them as daddy's songs and then um for his birthday this year um which is not obviously that day we um reintroduced um the day that um horn passed away we left he has a signature number which is 313 on um, the day that um sorry the day of his funeral we let off 313 black balloons um so now we take three balloons one for each of us and we let them go and watch them go until we can't see them anymore and then it's kind of time to time to go home so it's really hard with the kids and their age like there's only like limited conversation when we're at the cemetery they're usually like screaming and playing hopscotch on people's headstones and it's not a very like respectful moment yeah <laughs> it's just not even like tolerable it like makes me like have anxiety and it makes me get you know flustered that you know other people are looking at my crazy kids running around and so um yeah I'm not but that's how Horn would have wanted them, right? Yeah, they're like, yeah, they, you know, he would definitely not want them dwelling on anything. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of like the 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 funeral, the 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 day he passed is a hard one. I don't know what to do about that. And as like time progressed, um, the situation got even more interesting. Which um, the day Horn passed away is Eden's birthday, which is your partner, which is my um, new partner. So that just makes it like next level like difficult to like process how to plan that day um, because, you know, it's also not fair on Eden that, you know, the one day of the year that's supposed to be about him is related to Horn when I always talk about Horn. So it's pretty difficult in that degree to know right from wrong. I don't think there is a right or wrong. Yeah, I mean your headspace is you're trying to make something special for somebody else but you're having like one of the worst mental health days yes. as well. And, you know, I don't want that to, like, deflect onto the whole family either because it's not really the worst day for, you know, other than people that were extremely close to Horn, like immediate family or, you know, close friends. Um, you know, the boys don't even put the two and two together yet and I don't really, like, drum that stuff into them. Um, my opinion and my way is that as they get older, I introduce more information to them so they're not overwhelmed because I think that kids are already too exposed to too much at a young age now. So I kind of hold it back a little bit. Fair enough. So I've kind of skipped and now um, I'm just doing 5th of March 2019. So we're going another year ahead. Yeah. I think about you every day. Our lives will never be the same. We love you and miss you even more. What I'd give to have one more day like this with you. Um, and then now to current day, which is today on the 5th of March 2020. I reflect on the life I once had and the journey I'm still on. The past three years, life has been hard. I've had my fair share of moments. I've felt all the feels and I have gained an understanding and acceptance into what my new life is. I understand and accept that even on a special day, like my birthday, I will feel happiness but also feel sadness. I understand and accept that even on a special day, like when our boys finish high school, I will feel proud but I will also feel alone. I understand and accept that I will never have a special day in my future where I don't think of you and wish you were here. 
I feel for those that have lost and want to create an understanding that this is how we feel on every special day. Don't judge us for the smiles and don't pity us for the tears. Life is bittersweet. We are happy to be present and sad for those who are no longer here. There is no rule book for grief and loss. Everyone does it different and that is more than okay. For those grieving a loved one, I see you and know you are not alone. And so I was like so confused there for a minute. So this is what you're going to be posting in two days' yeah. time. <laughs> Sorry, which is AKA today. I'm looking at your Instagram going like, I didn't see this this morning. Hang <laughs> I on, haven't wait. researched. So, um, yeah, that's basically going to be what I post. And is today. that something that you – I know that we, you've spoken before to me. I'm not sure if on the podcast, mm-hmm. but you do sometimes a little bit of prep before because yes. you know on the day you'll be feeling – yeah, you know, a lot of emotions. So you, the night before, we'll get your photos ready and things like that. Is that yeah. kind of if you didn't have this podcast, is this something you would have pre-done? Yes, um, but I would have not have done it today. Yeah. I probably would have done it on the fourth, and I most likely would have posted it on the fourth too. Okay. Um, and that's just because like the surge of notifications, then like people that may have forgotten about it, then they are texting me, and then somebody will try and call, and I'm like, Ugh, like it's a lot. What if you wanted? To, if you were to put a message out there to people for the fifth, what do you actually want? Do you want text messages? Do you want calls? Or do you, what do you um, want? A text message is fine without I, the expectation of an answer. Yeah, without the expectation. <laughs> no one does. Everyone knows what I'm like too. And you know, I don't, I don't really. Like, I feel like most people don't need that extra stress. Even just a little emoji sometimes, because sometimes the graphics of the words like. I feel so sorry for you. I don't know how you do it. This is tragic. Like, you know, that just like swells the situation where I'm like, oh, I was kind of like good, good mental health today. And then I'm like, oh my God, I shouldn't have mental health today because this is fucking terrible. So yeah, it's, um, yeah, just got to like play. Everyone's different. Some people would love to be surrounded by people. Um, I'm definitely not like that. Like I had, sometimes I have the moments, do I, you know, make no work at Hot Rock for that day? And then I'm like, oh, I'm not working. So that doesn't seem right. And then, you know, do we have a dinner and, then now it's Eden's birthday. <laughs> and so I much prefer celebrating Horn's birthday. And I do do that every year. We have a big group of us that go out for dinner and we have a, you know, a fun day, like celebrating his life rather than, I think everyone um, misses him so much that we just have our quiet time on that day. I'm going to get an influx of emojis now today. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be able to see who's listening. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, that's just something that it wasn't actually a scheduled post, uh, sorry, a scheduled podcast for this day. We'd actually recorded something else. And then when I realised that the dates were aligning, um, I obviously spoke to you and said I think it might be a good day to just do those journal entries that I've been talking about and revisit all of that. And, then, and what made you want to be so open on your Instagram? I know that a lot of people wouldn't want to sort of put their emotions out there. Some of yeah. these posts are quite, you know, raw. Yeah. What made you feel like you wanted to put that out there to the public? I feel like I just kept repeating myself. And um, I said a few episodes back that when, um, you know, Horn first passed away, I invited all my friends around and I spoke to them in a big group and I found that that worked really well. And I just took social media as that avenue where I could do that too, that some people, you know, might not, you know, might be wondering how I am, but they don't want to reach out or, you know, some people are contacting me too much and I'm <laughs> like, you know, we'll go back and read okay, it. Mom, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, and I think that at the time um, – 
other than really Eden, we were really kind of alone in the fact that not too many people's um, partners had passed away. And I think a lot of people just didn't know how to react or digest or, you know, what, what to do. And um, yeah, I just wanted to let them know that like, you know, because I'd obviously have other posts on my Instagram where I'm holding a cocktail and I'm with my friends and I'm having fun. So it was kind of like, I wanted to be like, this is a balancing act for the rest of my life. Like I'm going to have good days. I'm going to have bad days. I don't want to be judged, um, you know, for the good days and I don't want to be judged for the bad days. So if I put it all out there, um, hopefully create some sort of normality for the, like the grieving process that people are like, oh, you know, you're not in like bed all day in your jammies. Like yeah. you still like go out and do things. And, and did it feel therapeutic to be able to write these things? Yes. Like, and I think I've referred back to it also in my write and release. So I would write it, I release it, it'd go. I'd feel like all the pressure was taken away and, you know, on to the next, like, chapter. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I like it. And that was, as I said, like, journaling didn't come naturally to me, but sitting with my phone in my hand and, you know, looking at memories and dates and then seeing what came out, that was, you know, a way of, like, prompting that journaling. And then sometimes I didn't realise how I was feeling until I actually wrote it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, a lot came out, that one. That was longer than I expected. I've got to put some in the comments. I can't even get it all in the one. But, I feel um, that sometimes when I'm doing my IGTV yes, stories, it's like yeah. until you kind of start saying it, it's like you've opened the floodgates yeah. and it all comes out. And then you're out. like, I can't hit stop now. I'll look staged. <laughs> so I just yeah. got to keep going with it. But, yeah, and um, it's, a, it's just a constant journey for anyone that has lost someone. I don't think you really ever – get over it. I've got um, a few friends, unfortunately, closer to me now that are going through, you know, similar situations and um, just even them saying, and people that reach out to me um, through my Instagram that have listened to the podcast and them, um, you know, reaching out and saying that they don't feel alone or like, oh my God, I thought I was the only person that had these thoughts. And, you know, you know, why people bring me a fucking casserole? Like, you know, they were like, but you know, it's, it's been really therapeutic in that degree for me too, that, you know, what I set out to do with this podcast is actually happening and people are, you know, being helped. They're not feeling alone. Um, it's creating more awareness for people that maybe haven't even lost someone that just don't know what to say. Yeah, that's amazing. And I think also people, they may not have, not everyone's gone through this sort of life event, but they can relate. They to can put it in hard a, things yeah. anyway. And, you know, we're getting to the age where most people, it's like a grandparent or, yeah, you know, exactly. a, an animal and it still hurts. Like, yeah. you know, you have these, you know, people are part of your life um, until they pass. And, you know, you're learning to deal with that is not easy. So all these posts are still live. People can yeah, scroll back have and go find the photo associated <laughs> yeah. with them. And obviously, so a lot of black and white. Was that a choice that you made during that yeah, period? Yeah. Well, like, I think I've always been like black and white. Um, and then, um, yeah, I had taken some posts off when I chose to do this, which were like irrelevant, like my food posts. Oh. So there was a bit more colour in between the quotes back then if you scroll through. But, um, yeah, I just, um, yeah, that's my black and white style. <laughs> but, Love that. Well, thanks. Well, that was, oh, sorry, I, I, I want to say like, something before oh, you finish. Oh, okay. No worries. <laughs> I, was like, I think that, you know, like the fact that you, like, so amazing how you got through that. I know mm. that you hate hearing that you're strong or that you're brave <laughs> or any of that stuff, but like you're gonna say it true. anyway. <laughs> yes, I am. Thank and you. And I think that what you're doing with this podcast is amazing. And like, yes, this is a very personal hey, episode. Is there but... something I can help you with? Wow. Siri. Oh, I'm like, is that your Siri? Yes, Siri. Sorry. You can rate, review, subscribe my podcast. <laughs> Sorry about that. You know, I think like not everyone can relate this, but they can relate to feeling alone, helpless, overwhelmed at some stage. And I think that what you're doing is so amazing and so brave to 
do it to help other people. And yes, it is being therapeutic for you. But the main goal of this, a lot of effort goes into this podcast. There's like a whole team of people that help yeah. you produce this and, and thank you're putting you. your own money into that yeah. to help other people. And I yeah. think that's amazing to turn around something that's you know been quite a dark time for you to help somebody else through the light is amazing. Yeah. And also I'm super grateful for the Spin Studio Network too. It's not the hottest topic <laughs> out there in the world that people want to talk about. Um, but, you know, for seeing that there was, you know, an avenue to go down and then it could really help some people. So thank you to you both as well. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Oh, so much positivity. Yeah. Guys. Positivity so is a choice. Hi, guys. Yay. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. And just remember, we're all flawed, but we're also fucking fabulous. This podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. To stay up to date with me, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave me a review and follow me on Instagram at with Love Ash. <laughs>